This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everyone, welcome to Everyday is Halloween. This is episode two. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and uh, coming back for a second dose of Halloween goodness. First of all, I just like to say thank you to everybody who's been listening and has sent in emails, uh, has put a review on iTunes. I greatly appreciate that. That helps the show grow a little bit more towards our Halloween season. And just thanks for listening, you guys. This, that means a whole lot to me. But let's just jump right into things. Uh, this month we have Kenny Caperton on the show. Kenny is such a cool guy. I love talking to him. He has a house in North Carolina that is the replica home of the Michael Myers house from the original John Carpenter's Halloween film. Kenny has a new film coming out uh, called Honey Spider that will be doing the film circuit this fall. And I just talked to him about, you know, his joys of the Halloween season since his house is pretty much based around the Halloween season 24-7. So he's the perfect guy to have on as my first guest on the show. And it's a good time. But uh, big news for uh, me and the show, we are part of Wizard. Wizard World, uh, Wizard Magazine, if you know anything about those, if you were a kid growing up in the 90s, uh, Wizard has a radio station going on called Con Radio, and Every Day is Halloween will be a part of that. It'll be a uh, simulcast of different podcasts getting together, kind of like a Nerdist thing. Um, and I'm the Halloween Horror part of it, so make sure to check those guys out on Twitter. They're at uh, Radio for Geeks, at Radio for Geeks, to check those guys out, and I'll be part of it. So we are very happy to be part of that team. Uh, before we jump right into things, I'd like to tell you guys about uh, this episode's sponsor, because we have sponsors now. Horror Box. These guys are freaking great. I don't know if you've heard of NerdBlock, but they send you a box full of nerdy stuff for a really low price, and it did so well that they're doing a horror version of it. Uh, they are working with uh, The Walking Dead, Alien, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, all that kind of stuff, but you get little figures, t-shirts, there's an issue of Rumor Magazine that comes out, and you're not getting an old back issue. This is like that month's issue is inside that horror block. Um, and everything is starting at 19.99, and you're getting well over 19.99 worth of merchandise. Uh, everything equals up to about $40, and you're paying half that. And if you're listening, which you are, uh, you get 10% off with the code BARNACLES when you sign up right now uh, at HorrorBlock. That's at nerdblock.com backslash horror. And enter the promo code BARNACLES from your friends at Every Day is Halloween. Now let's get to it with episode two. jump right into things. Um, I'm pretty happy I waited till Sunday at Comic-Con to start recording this show because a lot of news has come out. A lot of news has come out from Comic-Con. Nothing too shocking. 
uh, that we didn't already know, but just there's a few little things here and there. And for the horror fans, um, there's a lot of stuff. Comic book stuff, I mean, everybody kind of knew about Age of Ultron and uh, the Batman Superman movie stuff. That was all kind of common knowledge. But uh, I'm here to pick apart the little things from the horror stuff that happened on, like, early, like, Thursday, Friday. So let's get right to it. Uh, Sam Raimi announced yesterday in Hall H at Comic-Con International that he and his brother Ivan are looking to bring the Evil Dead franchise to the small screen. Uh, I wasn't really on board with this at first until I heard Bruce Campbell will be back as Ash. Groovy. You know what that means? We've been waiting how long to see Bruce Campbell reprise the role of Ash since Army of Darkness, and he's doing it. And we're not getting an Evil Dead remake. This is going to be a television series uh, by Sam Raimi with Ash. Now, I'm wondering if it'll take the lines of like the the, uh, the Boom comic that's out, where Ash is just kind of like time jumping between areas just with a chainsaw, a shotgun, and fun quips. And if that's what it is, I will watch every friggin' episode of that show. It just sounds great. Um, I'm wondering if it has anything to do with the El Rey Network that Robert Rodriguez is doing, where he has Dust Till Dawn as a TV series. That would be a good lineup for his show. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'll report more when I find out just a little bit more. Now on to much larger news. And when I say larger, I mean friggin' huge. Uh, Edwards just teased that Legendary Pictures is eyeing Rodan, Mothra, and Ghidra to be in the next Godzilla movie. Uh, thumbs up on that one. If Godzilla 2 becomes Destroy All Monsters for the current age, I will be super, super excited. Uh, and not only has this been announced, but Legendary Pictures, who is Universal's sister company, uh, is doing another King Kong movie. And this King Kong movie will be more around Skull Island, uh, more or less a prequel, obviously, because King Kong died. Spoiler alert! Uh, and it'll be just, you know, about Skull Island. Now, if Legendary Pictures both released Godzilla and a King Kong film, you know what this means? We'll get a King Kong versus Godzilla film! Say what? Oh my god! The nerd juices are flowing through me. Giants fighting giants. This this is a good age to be a horror monster geek right now. Uh, so more news at eleven. <laughs> um, Scream Factory, probably one of the best Blu-ray re-release studios ever. Thank you, Shout Factory. Um, released ten of their upcoming titles for this next quarter, uh, and I'm gonna list them off here. Number one, The Dark Half. Number two, George Romero and Stephen King's Monkey Shines. Number three, Candyman 2, Farewell to the Flesh. Number four, Scarecrows. Thumbs up on that one. Number five, Phantom of the Opera. Number six, New Year's Evil. Number seven, Invaders from Mars. Number eight, Dolls the Collector's Edition. Number 9, Mad Max, the Collector's Edition. And number 10, Escape from New York, the Collector's Edition. Holy shit. I am excited for next year and this fall. Uh, yeah, not very much news has been put out about them, but we're getting them sometime uh, this fall and next year, so look out for those. Oh, Comic-Con, you make me so happy. Uh, yeah, the, the nerd juices are flowing for horror fans. Uh, if you want to see more on Goosebumps... The new Mad Max trailer, the Leprechaun Origins trailer, 
Kevin Smith's Tusk trailer, Daniel Radcliffe's Horns trailer, and the Walking Dead Season 5 trailer. It's all up on our Facebook page and the Twitter page. Uh, more or less the Facebook page, because it's just easier to get stuff out there and show pictures and whatnot. But if you'd like to join any of those, it's facebook.com backslash Halloween podcast. And if you want to get us on Twitter, twitter.com backslash HallowsEve365. Um, yeah, and I just post on those nonstop, man. You're never going to not see me post horror news or pictures or anything just fun. Music, it's all up on there, too. But the podcast is where it's at. Homer? Homie? What he's typed will be a window into his madness. Feeling fine. Wow, that's a relief. This is less encouraging. Hello! So what do you think, Marge? All I need is a title. I was thinking along the lines of no TV and no beer make Homer something something. Go crazy? Don't mind if I do! From me, Homer. Give me the bat, Marge. Give me the bat. Give me the bat. Come on. Give me the bat. Give me the bat. bat, bat. <laughs> Dirty cat. Yeah. You stay here till you're no longer insane. Hmm. Chili will be good tonight. Homer, it's Mo. Uh, look, some of the ghouls and I are a little concerned the project isn't moving forward. Damn murder now. Eating. Ugh, crying out loud. Come on. No! Comic-Con and a bunch of other horror conventions, uh, I'd just like to thank Daniel Sanchez for shooting me an email and asking, I want to see more updates on horror conventions around town. So here you are, Danielle. We have Spooky Empire in Orlando, Florida on October 24th through the 26th. Starring guests will be Tobin Bell, Dee Wallace, Ken Page, who played the voice of Oogie Boogie, and Joe Turkle from The Shining, who was the creepy bartender, and so many more. More to be announced. Uh, It's a fun con right here in my own hometown. Uh, Then there's Son of Monster Palooza in Burbank, California, September 12th through the 14th. Uh, They're going to have a Phantasm reunion. Uh, My buddy Jesse Kozel is going to be there. Uh, He was in the movie Dead End. Uh, Mark Hill, Gunnar Hansen, so many more. And uh, there's going to be Walker Stalker Con in October 17th through the 19th. And that's just a giant zombie appreciation convention. Everybody you know from The Walking Dead will be there, (laughs) pretty much. It takes place in Atlanta, Georgia, obviously, so that's where the zombies live. So check out that. And those are the three conventions that I feel are worth a shit in the next coming months. So check those out. Now I'd like to talk to you guys a little bit about a small film that's getting a re-release from Screen Factory, uh, August 12th, and that is the Collector's Edition Blu-ray DVD combo pack of Motel Hell. You may never again spend a night away from home. After you spend a night with Ida and Vincent, 
Ida will show you the way. You want us to uh, register? No, that won't be necessary. Terrifying nightmare could never prepare you for what happens to the guest. Hey, Vincent, you think in the years to come people will appreciate us for what we're doing here? I have a surprise for you. Oh, goody, I love surprises. One after another, they come. found its feet for most fans didn't make much money but if you're a hardcore horror fan that pig and chainsaw uh are very iconic and it never really hit because it's a you don't know if it's a horror or a comedy but i think that's the charm of motel hell um this thing is loaded and i'm talking it has new commentary from director kevin connor uh it's a moderated by a filmmaker dave parker has behind the scenes trailers everything you'd ever want. Uh, man, this movie was so like much fun to revisit. One thing I never noticed on the film is that uh, John Ratzenberger's in it. Uh, Cliff from Cheers, also Ham from Toy Story. He's one of the random uh, band members in the van that flips over that gets uh, buried in the backyard to two Farmer Vincent's uh, employers, and yeah, it just cracked me up. But, um, you know, it's a funny thing, too, about Motel Hell is that a lot of people I run into, oh, it just copied Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, technically, Motel Hell came out in 1980, uh, and Texas Chainsaw 2 is when they really started talking about the Sawyer meats, and that came out, I think, around, like, 1986, 87? But, yeah, no, Texas Chainsaw 2 totally copied up Motel Hell. Um, but yeah, no, this thing is great. I've never seen this movie look so good, because the only time I remember watching this thing was on VHS, uh, from Blockbuster, and it was used probably about a billion times, so I've never seen this movie look so clear. Uh, so yeah, definitely check it out. It comes out August 12th, and yeah, it's a little campy, not really scary, but still a good time. Oh, great! You're into bondage. (laughs) Come on in, we'll all get down. Thank you. Uh You look good enough to eat. Oh! I 
hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Without further ado, I'd like to introduce Mr. Kenny Capperton. How are you, Kenny? How's it going, Keenan man? It's been a, like forever since I've talked to you. It has. It's been a. It's been quite a while. Um, so, like, I gotta ask. I know Kenny and I met a long, long time ago, back when uh, I guess Rob Zombie kind of came back on the scene, and he was doing his uh, Educated Horses tour. Oh. And I think. Yeah, and I think that's when Sherry Moon started up her uh, her clothing line, Total Skull. 2006, a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man. Like, I remember going to like one of the first shows that he did coming back, and she was like, I got t-shirts, but it's just a plain black shirt that says Total Skull, and that's yeah. it. And I, and I met her then, and she gave me one, and I thought I was like so freaking awesome that I got one of these t-shirts, and uh, she was just super cool down to earth, and then I kind of started following her uh, her clothing line that she had out. And I guess you kind of had a hand in that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, pretty much since the very beginning, uh, like Rob and Sherry actually did a radio show in LA. They did it once a week, and you know, I was just sort of you know a fan of theirs, and um, and I ran a fan website for Sherry called SherryMoonZombie.net, and that was before like anything on the internet was about her like at all. You couldn't find any information about her really. Right. And she announced that she was doing this um, this clothing line, Total Skull. And so I started promoting it literally before Sherry really started promoting it. And the majority, <laughs> like pretty much the majority of her fan base, you know, found out about her website through that. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and I, you know, and she kind of got in contact with me and invited me to meet her on tour. And I started um, giving away T-shirts for her and doing promotions and and it just sort of became this thing that just built and built and built, and I was kind of the sort of the tunnel for her to reach her fan base. And yeah, and I've yeah. been doing that for her now for like eight years, <laughs> which is crazy to even wow. think about. So, um, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's great. Because I remember, I think back whenever like Rob Zombie's Halloween was being made, you were like on set for a lot of that, weren't you? For like a day or two? Yeah, yeah, I, I visited you know the set of it and. Um, he like put me in the movie. I was in a in a scene with uh, Scout and D. Wallace and Tyler May oh, and everything. Wow. But I got cut, which sucks. He cut me out of um out of Lords of Salem too. So now that's kind of a running joke with me and Rob. I'm always giving him a hard time about that. Right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, I was and, and then you know through Total Skull, I started working for Rob and you know and I ran um you know back in the the, the good old MySpace days. I um you know I ran the the Halloween um. MySpace page for him, and I, actually all of his MySpace pages, and all of that information, like a lot of that news broke about his Halloween on that MySpace page, and it was literally like me and Rob promoting that movie for for a good solid year. Which right, there was no like back horse like dimension of films. No, right, not like at all. It. it was no, it was, it was it was just basically me and Rob. Like they didn't even like put up a website for his movie till wow. right before it was supposed to. Um, come out so but now it has to get pretty happy i can imagine just the the, the messages that you oh, oh my god man i mean I, I literally spent like half my week because like, rob got out of control i think he was running like 
like 13 MySpace pages at some point. He had like a oh my God. Captain Spaulding for President, you know, the right. Zombie page, the Elsifer Bisto page, the Rejects, I mean, all this stuff. And it, it was whatever he wanted to push at that time. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to catalog yeah. it here. Take over. <laughs> so I spent like, the, like, like half the time just approving friend requests. Like literally, like I would come the next day and he would have like another two or three thousand friend requests that you know back in those days you couldn't do the automatic accept so you would just have to sit there and approve right. them but um yeah that was so long how far we've come so yeah i know it was so much fun though like being able right. to be a part of that i mean obviously being a crazy halloween fan it it sort of all came full circle for me and it was just, it was a good time man i was in college um, yeah. a lot of fun now I, one thing i want to do on the show is, is talk to guests about uh halloween and how it kind of affects you yes, how please how, how much time yeah. do we have keenan i can talk about right <laughs> it is all us for this show man so let me, let me go let's go back what got you into halloween uh like what makes you as a person now think back to where it was like one of the biggest parts of your life that's kind of bleeding through so we we're talking about the holiday right yeah, okay. yes, the whole <laughs> Sorry, they get so mixed up living in this world, like, which ho- right. we're talking about. But anyway, they're both great to me. But but yeah, like, the Halloween season, um, God, I mean, I can't even, like, just, I don't even know where it all began. Just, I was, you know, a kid, every, you know, October or whatever, I would just get so excited for... For you know, for the season, and just like I love the smells of the season, I love the way it feels and everything, and and just going out on Halloween night with my friends as a kid. Like I lived in one of those neighborhoods that was just a gold mine for trick or treaters. We would go, yeah. <laughs> and we would like loop around the neighborhood twice, change costumes, empty out our pillowcases. Um, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> and, yeah, and like all of my friends, you know, lived in my neighborhood, so. It was just an amazing night, and my parents decorated a house, and they built a, they built me like a life-size. I was a fucked up kid. <laughs> I mean, let's start off with yeah, that. Let's, just, let's, let's go back that far. But I, I've always loved just, just sort, sort of spooky stuff. And my daddy built me like a life-size coffin to hang out in. Like looking back, it's a little bizarre, but we would um. I mean, they just embraced it. We just had fun with it as a family, and and my mom right. dressed up like a witch and scare all the kids, and we you know we'd pump out, uh, jump out of the coffin and scare the people coming up. But um, that's mm-hmm. just sort of all you know where it comes from. And I could just remember, like, like me and my brother, we would go go to like the local video store and rent, you know, Halloween one through whatever was out, like five or six by then. And, right, you didn't even care. Yeah, it, it didn't really matter at all. We would just you know, every October we would. You know, set and have a Halloween fun and watch them when they came on cable TV every you know night. But that's where it yeah. all comes from, man. And just it's been my favorite holiday, you know, my entire life. So I look forward to it every year. That's great. Yeah, the feeling has just never died for you, you know. And it seems like now more than ever, it's going stronger, you know. Um, yeah, I hope for- so. I mean, that's my big thing, man. Um, it's just kind of trying to keep this holiday alive. Like, like mm-hmm. the traditions are. It's just getting. It's just getting worse and worse, but it's, uh, you know, a lot of people, I think, you know, our age, who just loved it as a kid, like, you know, in the 80s and stuff, when it was, like, really booming, a lot of people weren't as freaking scared about everything. Right. But I think now those people are having kids and trying to... Trying to teach them? Yeah, trying to teach them a little something-something, just go out and, like, have fun, and, 
Yeah, because yep. the sad part, I feel like a lot of the Halloween stuff, it's, it, it's getting to, like, you know, when the teenage years where everybody dresses in, like, the skanky costumes, and, like, Halloween is just a different mindset to people today. Yeah. You know? know yeah, it's just kind of, yeah, it's like a reason to get drunk and be slutty. <laughs> right. And, I mean, that's not a bad thing. No. Yeah, at the same time, it's, you know, it's just, it, there's, also, there's this other side of Halloween I feel like a lot of people don't see. Um, sure, yeah. Just, like, the vintage side of Halloween, which is great. Um... And you know it's crazy because it's trying to find those decorations. It's very very hard <laughs> these yeah, days. You know, my goodness, I I, cl- I collect vintage. It's what well, me and Emily were just talking about today. How how like weird it is that half of my closet in my room <laughs> is filled with like vintage children's Halloween costumes. <laughs> <laughs> just all the boxes. Yeah, up and top. Yeah, it's hilarious. But I have I actually own hangers like mixed in with my normal wardrobe, so it's even stranger. But. Um, yeah, man, but yeah, I love the vintage, um, you know, the vintage stuff, and and that's pretty much what I decorate my entire house in. So a lot of yeah, so I, the, the, I I try to bring it back to the roots, like jack o' lanterns mm-hmm. and just old school Halloween music, the Monster Mash, and right, you know, and just just have fun with it. Very cool. Now, for folks that don't know, you own a replica of the Myers home. From the original Halloween. Yes, yes, I'm that that crazy psych guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing because that's how I kind of found you again. Was you have a blog up or a website, um, and it's it's basically about the house and the way how it got, you know, built. And uh, it's not in Hollywood. You know, it's right there in North Carolina. Uh, what was the process? How did you go? I want to get the Michael Myers house. Oh my goodness, man! I could write a book on how to build. A, a custom home and just how hard it is to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, and again, that sort of goes along with my, you know, love of the Halloween season. And, mm-hmm. you know, I love, and I think that fed into the Halloween franchise, too. And I just love those movies. And part of it is, like, I love the character of Michael Myers, but I also just love that nostalgia feeling that I had as a kid. Like, that movie just, you know, it does it for me. And I told people, like, for years and years and years, if I could live in one house... It would be the you know the Michael Myers house, and pre murders or after murders. Um, <laughs> I do like I do like the <laughs> the, the the after murder look the the rundown thing. If, if I could live uh-huh. in that, that would be awesome. I actually tried to get a um a group of um college students who are working on like theater who did like mm-hmm. set painting. I wanted them to come here and like paint the house and make it look like really old, but. And oh, wow. That never happened. I couldn't pull that off. But um, so that's sort of how it all, you know, came together. Is like the idea that I would I'd love to live in the house. But when it came like a real deal reality, I was um, in uh, 2007. I went to um, L.A. to see the world premiere of Rob Zombie's Halloween at the, um, you know, at the Chinese Theater. And right. every time I go to L.A., it's like I have to swing by the Myers house and just like just. Just stare at it for a minute, you know. <laughs> like, right, just, like just walk, bring it all in. Yeah, just walk up on the porch and just like stroke the railings on it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like I, me and Emily, Emily were in the middle of house hunting at that time. So when I cu- when I got back from the trip, we were looking through the pictures, and I was just like, we were having so much, you know, so many problems with not finding the right house or whatever. And I was just like, you know what? Like, what would it cost or what would it take to just build this house? <laughs> you know, right? And 
So like, literally, just we're just throwing it out there just yeah. for fun, you know. <laughs> but she knows, like, and she totally took it seriously. Because once I get an idea, I kind of go completely over. You run with yeah. it. Yeah, and so yeah. It, literally in five minutes, I, I was on the phone with like South Pasadena trying to find blueprints for it, like talking to the city. Mm-hmm. But and, and come to find out, I talked to every person known to man that like, the house is so old; it was built in 18, 1888 that just oh, no God. plans exist for it. So, um, so that was Jeez. that was the biggest you know problem was trying to to come up with blueprints. But um, that's how it all sort of I mean started, man. Just like a love for the Halloween season, yeah. for you know a movie, and just coming up with a crazy idea and just. Just putting everything you have into it, and now, yeah, like I live here, which is it's 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 incredible. Like, still, we've been here, I think, five years now, which is it's crazy, but still. And I'm sure just seeing a sunset over there, you're just like, it's still just breathtaking to you. Yeah, know? I mean, there's sometimes when I pull in the driveway, and it's just like I just I cannot believe that. You know, I mean, I did this when I was like 28 years old. You know, it's just like it's crazy, and I, I no one gave me any money for this. Like, me and Emily just worked really hard and saved every dime to do this. So. Um, That's fantastic. Yeah, so it's I mean it's it's just incredible, man. It's a, it's a really cool feeling to to just live in something that means so much to you and it's like it's your home. It's like I help push up walls of this house. Yeah. So it's just it means so much to me. So your blood and sweat is in that home. Yeah, and like I get to share it with fans like tomorrow I have um this guy, he's swinging by the house like his mom is moving like really far away and they've always wanted to come see the house so this is kind of like a little last thing that they're, that they're sharing together is to come and see the house and take pictures and wow. just like stuff like that I mean to be able to it's like to share it with fans and just let you know just let them you know do whatever they want to do because I completely understand it so um Right, because you're coming from that fan base, whereas I'm sure people go out to the original house and they're like, I want to go look inside or go around yeah. the side, and they're like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, so they're, they're not. You, you're like, check it out. <laughs> yeah, me, it's like, hey, you don't need to go all the way out to L.A., just come here and hang out on the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> but And it was great, I really like about your house is that, uh, technically it's Haddonfield, Illinois, the films take place in, right? Right, yeah. So... If you take your mindset out of where it was filmed at, the original Halloween, your house kind of has more of that, like, woodsy, large, you know, like... Because you guys aren't just landlocked between houses, right? Like, you guys have open area and stuff. Oh, yeah. We live in the middle of nowhere. We like our, we live in, like, five and a half acres. And we had one neighbor. He was a crazy redneck neighbor. But his house just went into foreclosure, and he's gone now. So we don't have any neighbors. So um, I, I think wow. I think a, re- a realtor like it went into foreclosure, and it's it's a mm-hmm. sad situation. Like we really like Kevin who lived there, and it's, it sucks that um, that he's not there anymore. But I think uh, um, we're still trying to figure it out. But I think a bank bought it, so it's going to be up for sale soon. We think so. If anyone wants to live by the Myers house, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like we live in the middle of nowhere, so it's it's um. It's very rural out here. Like our house is surrounded by woods and country farmland. Which yeah. Is... And to me, I feel like that's what it would be like. Like you go up down the street, down the you know the, the street they cross over, and then it's just kind of this house like out you know away from the city. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would. I mean, it would have been so cool to to be able to just build a spooky house like <laughs> on a neighborhood street somewhere. But all of the building, the, the building, you know, covens. And all like the rules and shit they have, like it just would be mm-hmm. nearly impossible to pull that off. But but it's, it's right. nice to 
especially in a house like this, to sort of have some privacy, and it's not where, you know, you can just sort of drive by and, <laughs> and take yeah, pictures or whatever, so... Right, so if people ever do want to come by and take pictures, they have to kind of, like, walk up a little ways? Yeah, no, it's on, like, the driveway's really long. It's like a um, gravel, I mean, a, a, yeah, like a gravel driveway, and it, you can't mm-hmm. see it from the road, so it's on, like, a private drive, so not a lot of people, like, really drive back here. But if anyone does yeah. want to come to the house, I'm totally cool with it. Just my <laughs> website and send me an email first. So, there you go. Yeah. Now, you get, do you get trick-or-treaters at your house? Well, I mean, there's no one around here, so like people come specifically to come trick or treating that you know at the house. So we we have um that happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People bring their kids from like you know all like all over just to come trick or treating at, at the oh, house. Oh, that's great. But it's pretty. I mean, we have it pretty decorated, man. So it's it's de- definitely for a kid. I think if they come, you know, to our house, it's going to be you know, the most memorable house I think they'll go to that night. Even, right, even yeah. if it's not the Halloween house. Like, we try to make uh-huh. it really cool for kids. And I always yeah, a shit ton of candy, too. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I saw your guys' house. Like, it is decked out during Halloween. Yeah, man, I, I love it. It's just, I, I, I get excited. Like, right now, it's what I'm, I'm, you know, getting that feeling just a little bit with these little uh-huh. cooler days. And once it hits September and... You know, like mid-September, I just bring out all of my Halloween decorations, and yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I would not know about cool uh, weather for Halloween. You're staying in Florida, (laughs) man. Yeah, you got to come up. It's like you cannot beat those crisp fall days. Yeah, like Emily and I were just super fans of just like you know fall leaves, the whole Halloween thing, and just in Florida, it just takes it out of you because it's just so hot and muggy. Like our our fall starts in December. Yeah, so we try and escape for just a little bit. But um, so let me ask you, how many little mini productions or movies have been filmed at the house so far? Oh my god, man, I don't even know. Um, I mean, at least over ten. If you know, I mean, I would say like yeah, ten or fifteen. Like we've had a bunch of filmmakers from. I mean, we've had stuff from like, you know, like I filmed a commercial for Sherry's Total Skull here. Um, We've had filmmakers from, you know, like Florida all the way from, I don't know, up north that have shot, you know, just original short films here. We've had a bunch of um, Halloween fan films, which I'm actually really happy Mm -hmm. with. Some of the best uh, Halloween fan films that have ever been released have been filmed Mm -hmm. um, at the house, which is really cool. And we've had um, A&E, the biography channel, they flew a crew out here and shot like an entire day and we were featured on um, Halloween the Inside Story, that documentary about John Carpenter's Halloween. Oh, cool. Yeah, and, like we got, uh, we, they flew us to like, um, to LA to be on Dr. Drew's Life Changers TV show to talk about living in the house and, and yeah, part <laughs> nuts, man. So part of, part of the segment was filmed here, but yeah, we've had everything from like real deal productions to you know independent feature films to fan films to commercials and so but yeah I love it like any anyone who who is a serious independent filmmaker and they're you know looking at you know making a a legitimate movie <laughs> you know they have an idea and stuff like that I, I love to let people come and you know and, yeah, Kenny that's great like what do you guys do whenever they start filming? Are you guys like a part of it, or you go like, "Well, I gotta go to work. I'll be back at five. Uh, no, I don't. I never. I never let anyone like stay on their property if I'm not here. But like right. most of the time, like I become sort of involved with it. 
and I, you know, I, I do quite a bit of independent filmmaking too. So I try to help them out with like production design or whatever, you know, whatever they need. And um, and sometimes like the crew will sleep, you know, sleep over. Like everyone will just camp out in the house and we'll just film all weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like, I like to be involved with it as much as possible because normally like the projects that are filmed here, it's stuff that I'm interested in. Um, yeah. So so I like to people out and half the time they like to put me in the movie and like kill me on the front lawn and stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're a little homaged (laughs) that's great um so all right so let's get into the nitty-gritty um your favorite halloween costume god i have like the worst memory ever um but i saw some pictures recently of me in one of those i think it was a an old school ben cooper costume and Mm -hmm. i and i was uh like um a little like stripe from Gremlins. <laughs> nice, <laughs> like really awesome. And yeah, it's a really creative <laughs> costume. And I was um, fairly obsessed with Dracula as a kid. I used to carry around a um, this Dracula doll in this coffin. You know, hence the why my dad built me a coffin to hang and, out in. Yeah, and it's funny. We would go visit my grandparents, and we would stop at this gas station. And they would like uh, we. I would always want like hot dogs, and they served the hot dogs in these like little. They came in these little things that were shaped like coffins, <laughs> and for some reason I wanted to hang those on the Christmas tree because they look, look like coffins. So, that's what I did as a kid, but uh-huh. yeah, but yeah, like the the stripe one. I remember I was Michael Jackson one year, and that was pretty awesome. Nice. Um, <laughs> and it, you know, I was Dracula quite a few times. So that was sort of my go-to. But um, and I remember yeah. I was. I was Love Leonardo. Um, like he was my favorite Ninja Turtle. And I think I was like the artist. No, the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> gotcha. <Yeah. laughs> no, as a kid, I wasn't really into into art much, but <laughs> right. other than drawing like you know creepy little like ghosts and mm-hmm. stones and stuff. But um, but yeah, so th- those I think those were my favorite costumes as a yeah. kid. Yeah. Last one, favorite horror movie. I mean, obviously, I might know this one, yep. but... <laughs> favorite horror movie is this, like, a legitimate... Other than Halloween, so obviously... Other than Halloween, yeah. My my favorite movie, but, um... God, horror, like, horror movie, I don't... I have, like, after Halloween, I just have a bunch of movies that I that I love. Like, just looking at my tattoos, like, I have a Blair Witch tattoo. I love Blair Witch Project. A lot of people hate that oh, movie. Cool. Um, yeah. But, um, I love, uh, like, Pumpkinhead. I love, like, Night of the Demons. <laughs> Yeah, do you, do you see the uh, Scream Factory releases coming out? Oh yeah, yeah, well, I, I have that for sure. I got yeah. pre-ordered that stuff. But, yeah, Scream Factory is doing an amazing job for sure. Aren't they? Yeah, oh, I love impressive. them so much. Yeah, it's it's so cool to have someone like that. Is who's doing like a nice release for some of these movies that would never, <laughs> never. Yeah, see the, you see the light of day in a release like that. It's really cool. Now. Especially on Blu-ray. Like I never thought I'd see Motel Hell ever come out on Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> the, like the artwork that they're putting into it and everything. I think that you know they realize that there's you know legitimate fan base for all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like oh, God. Other than that, it's like. I don't know, man. <laughs> so many movies. Yeah. Or okay. all the classics. I mean, you know. You're more of a like an yeah. 80s back yeah. fan. Yeah, I do love the uh, the 80s is sort of where my heart is for sure. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, I know you're working on a little project called Honey Spider. Uh, I'm guessing it's your first full-fledged film? Yeah, it is. It's my first legitimate um, 
full-length feature film that I um, that I wrote. So it's like it's my absolute passion, man. I've been I've been working on this for I think a year and a half, but we're you know, we're on schedule. It's a, it's a very small movie, but um, we're putting a huge amount of work into it, and we're taking it you know very seriously and, um, and just trying to do everything we can to make this little movie the best it can be. Very cool. What's it about? So yeah, so Honey Spider, it is, is sort of, we're describing it as a cult sort of throwback horror film, and it takes place in the late 80s on Halloween. <laughs> perfect. So, so perfect. Yeah, so which is nice, but um, it sort of, you know, follows this college student, Jackie Blue, and um, throughout the day, and it's her birthday, and, um, and she works at this old school vintage um, movie theater, and sort of the day plays out and you know she hangs out with her friends and all this stuff and um the whole movie someone is sort of following her and it, it sort of the shit hits the fan <laughs> type thing oh nice. and you know spiders are involved and and all kinds of stuff i don't want to give too much away but it's it's really cool it's there's a lot of stuff in it that's um sort of throwback to the to the 80s and we have some subtle you know homages to certain you know films and just that sort of movie that we all love but um but but it definitely has sort of a modern feel too so it's kind of a really nice nice balance and yeah the director i'm working with um he is uh, his name's josh hasty he's from uh, cincinnati ohio and he is like just his cinematography you know cinematography and this is it's really really amazing man so um i can't wait for people to see it i'm putting a lot of work into it so mm-hmm yeah, one thing I found really interesting was I was watching many of uh, the background stories on the movie is that he's that you're very much you're like me you're like you like the kind of cheesy '80s kind of thing. That's for sure. More like the darker kind of slow builds, like uh, House of the Devil kind of films. Yeah, well, actually, I reference House of the Devil all the time. I, I love. The- oh, do you really? Yeah, that's like that's probably one I should have mentioned. Like I'm fairly obsessed with House of the Devil, but he loves stuff yeah. like. You know, like The Shining, and he, like he's very influenced by um, by Kubrick, and he just really loves the very bleak, just just dark, <laughs> you know, yeah, stuff, movies, which is great. But and I think that's what's working for us. Is it's a really nice balance, right between the two of you. You got your light side and your dark side, and what you're kind of getting is that middle ground there. Yeah, like I really love to have those, you know, just fun, silly scenes, which I think really, you know, adds a lot to sort of a cult film and. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, I mean, this is, you know, not like, I mean, I don't know, I guess everything is being done these days, but as far as, like, mainstream stuff, like, this is a very different sort of movie. I mean, it's going to have its, you know, specific fan base, which I think is going to be hardcore mm-hmm. horror fans who just, you know, they grew up with, you know, these 80s movies, and they just like the cult sort of different weird sort of stuff, but, um yeah. Yeah, but we're gonna. That's great. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for people to see it. But we're almost done with it now. It should be done, like hopefully, like in the next um, month. And we're gonna gonna um, premiere it in North Carolina and Ohio, in in October. And it's gonna hit the film festival circuit um, this fall. So sort of in October, November, and hopefully we get distribution and um, people get to you know get to see it. So yeah, really, it'll be great. <laughs> now, is the movie? Is the movie based after the Smashing Pumpkins song, or is it just a uh, throwback to it, kind of? Yeah, it, it's um, I just love that title. Like I'm, that's yeah. one thing people will know about me. Like, probably my biggest obsession ever is you know the Smashing Pumpkins, the band. 
I've mm-hmm. loved them like you know forever since I was probably like, 13 or 14 years old. But uh, Honey Spider is um, one of their first songs that he wrote in like the 19 um, late late uh, 1980s. I think it was 1989 um, mm-hmm. when it was uh, released. But it's a very rare song. But I've always loved that title. And um, I was just sort of going through all their song titles, like looking for inspiration for what I could call, you know, uh, call this movie that I was working on. And, right, and I, without making it sound too cliche. You know? I, and I, and, you know, I saw that title. I was like, that is the perfect title for, you know, for like a cult horror movie. And, mm-hmm. um, but it's not really based around that. But once I got that title, it did influence... Um, influence the you know the script at some point because I was kind of at the beginning middle stages of it, yeah. But yes, it does involve spiders, kind <laughs> kind of because of this, um, but you know this title, which it, yeah. it works, man. It's um, I can't wait for people to see it. People hate spiders, so <laughs> right, yeah. If you have a little bit of that, and it, it's gonna freak anybody out, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, I w- I've been working on like different incarnations of the script for probably four years. And, um, and, you know, I got certain stuff done, and we just couldn't get it made, and then sort of the stars aligned for this, and I got this, you know, full script done, and Josh was on board, and the timing was right, and we just, you know, we financed this completely ourselves, so there's no Kickstarter campaign, no Indiegogo, none of that mess. Mm-hmm. It's just like... That's great. Yeah, I mean, it's like two hardcore fans, it's like, we didn't want to owe anyone anything, we just wanted to do something that was completely our vision... This is the movie we want, and hopefully, when it's done, people will love it just as much as we do. So, that's great, and I, I do give you guys big props for not going through Kickstarter because I know that can be a, a hurtful thing for a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I just, I mean, I don't want to get into it, you know, get into it too much. I mean, I think Kickstarter and Indiegogo are a good thing for certain people, you know, for certain projects, certain things. But I think too many people are relying on that. It's like right. that's the thing with my house. It's like. I'm not gonna start a Kickstarter campaign so someone can like fund my dreams, you know, and I can build my right. house. It's like, you know, I wanted to make a full-length feature movie, so I wrote it, you know, and mm-hmm. and I just and I worked really hard and and you know got other horror horror fans on board and we got a lot of friends who helped us out and we just we made this movie and it's turning out to be like you know a really incredible project. So so I hope people I hope people dig it, man. That's great. Now, is there a, a website people can go to to like stay up to date on it? Oh, absolutely. It's a honeyspidermovie.com, and then if you search Honey Spider on Facebook, and then we're on Twitter, Tumblr, and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah please, yeah, please check it out, man. It's, and if people like it and dig it, please support it. So. Awesome. What are you gonna do with your house whenever you're doing the touring circuit? Um. Well, we're we're, we're gonna be so broke <laughs> after that. I, <laughs> Hopefully I'll be, I'll be able to go to quite a few screens, but I don't even know if I'll be able to to go to you know to that many of them. But um, yeah, we're still gonna do um, I'm still gonna do my big Halloween party. I think on Halloween night here. I think I'm gonna mm-hmm. be clear that day, so I'll be here you know around October. I'm not gonna miss out on October for anything. So <laughs> right, but uh, I think I, was, I messaged you the other day telling you it was gonna be on a Friday. So it's like, yeah, you can't miss that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I mean, there's so much going on this year, but I I have to do something. But I think I'm gonna do the full on, you know, big Halloween party that we do every year. We set up like a big ten by twenty foot movie screen in the front yard, and we show, you know, horror movies, and you know, houses all decorated, and we have like, you know, food and bonfires, and just have like a fun, nice little Halloween night. So. 
Wow. I'm hoping we get to do that this year. Well, I hope me and my Emily can come visit you <laughs> around that time. Yeah, that would be cool to finally meet you, Keenan. That would be really cool, man. Definitely. Well, before we go, uh, I know you saw The Purge 2, and so did I. So I figured we both kind of review it together. Cool. Uh, so, the first Purge, uh, I don't know, were you a fan of the first one? Okay, so... <laughs> Here we go. I am a huge like fan of mask like halloween mask mask whatever so like Mm -hmm. in in the strangers that's another movie i should have mentioned like i absolutely love the strangers and obviously when people saw the you know the trailer for the first purge it had a total strangers you know vibe to it so i was completely on board with that and i I went and saw it and i like loved it Um, Mm -hmm. and i was just like i loved every you know everything about it and you know the mask and the way it played out and everything but then i um and I got a lot of shit for kind of liking it too much. I mean, I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't go crazy. I mean, it wasn't the best movie ever, but... Yeah, it, at the time, you're like, it was pretty good. Yeah, it did sort of exceed my expectations. Um, and I really like Ethan Hawke, too. I mean, he's a... That dude's an, oh, yeah. he's an amazing actor. So, um, Phenomenal. But when it came out on Blu-ray, like, I bought it the day it came out on Blu-ray. And I came home and watched it again. And I have never had a movie drop so much <laughs> from a second. Really? Like, I watched it, I was like, man, this movie really isn't as great as I thought it was, but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I still really enjoyed it, though, the first one, for sure. Yeah. You, I mean, like I said, I, I walked into it, because they, they had, it was, it was that and Year Next were, like, coming out around the same time. Yeah. So it was like you had two movies that had, you know, House Invasions with masks. My problem was I saw Year Next first. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that would be. And it was great. Yeah, and then I watched, uh, The Purge on Blu-ray, and, yeah, I had my problems with it. I thought the, you know, I really enjoyed the story, and I think I'm like with the 98% of the people that gave the studio the 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 comments of, I want to know what's going on outside. Like, what what's going on with all the other people in the in the city? Well, and uh, for Blumhouse or whatever, because they're such a small production company. I mean, they they just didn't have the budget. I mean, it's right. that scope of movie. So I think for the first one to keep it kind of in this house was you mm-hmm. know smart for you know a budget, and they could sort of do what they needed to do, you know. I mean, I think that was a great place to start, you know, in, in one yeah. home and then for part two to sort of start branching out. I mean... Mm-hmm. And they got great actors and actresses for the first Purge, too. Like you said, Ethan Hawke yeah, and uh, Headley, I think, from Game of Thrones. You know, she's in it as well. It's There's some pretty big pretty big names in that. And then the second one, uh, Purge Anarchy, uh, there's no big-name actors in it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, none Same that with I the other love. I'm, I'm like I'm getting kind of rusty on all these like new shows. I don't really watch a lot of TV at all, <laughs> so yeah. I'm familiar <laughs> with it. Like, uh, I don't know a couple people from I think from The Walking Dead were in the new one, but um, uh, yeah, for I didn't really recognize any of the people. Oh, were they really? I didn't see. I didn't even notice that either. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen one single episode of The Walking Dead. I'm probably gonna get like killed for that. But oh just, my god! Yeah, I just. I mean, uh, I've been zombied out for years, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know that feeling. A lot of people are starting to get to that point too, especially with The Walking Dead coming out. They're just like, I'm done with those zombies. Show me something else. Um. But yeah, the the movie. I I thought the new purge was great, but I said the same thing that you said. It was. There's aspects that I like of it, and then they would they would start losing me at times. Yeah, for watching sure. it. I mean, it's kind of like because it's so broken up into certain set pieces and certain groups of people because they're sort of going from place to place throughout the movie. And I mean, absolutely, right. I have to agree. I haven't really read a lot of people's thoughts on it, but my 
overall what I'm hearing sort of is is people really like the sort of story and the character development and and kind of branching out and showing a little bit more of the the city but I mean either way it's like yeah. once you really start thinking about this concept and that's the thing I do it's a very high concept movie right. I do love the concept but you kind of have to sort of you can't think about it too much, or you're just gonna come. You're just gonna run into so right. many problems, <laughs> and then you're gonna make yeah, you're gonna make the movies just way worse. Because then you're going to the government, who makes that? And it's like I kind of just want to go back to the killing on the streets, like. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for sure, it had some 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 great scenes, you know, in the way it played out. I just the one thing I didn't like is bringing in the whole. It got very sort of political, right? And sort of the rich versus poor and stuff like that. I mean. I just hope they don't go any further with that kind of stuff because I do like sort of the smaller movies that kind of keep it contained, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like I mean I don't I don't think you just should just have like mass killing for no reason. I think there should be a good story, but right, it's already such a high concept. I don't think you need like a super crazy plot line as well, you know? <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly I feel like that's what they're doing. And you know, it's weird as Platinum Dunes also has their hand in it a little bit. Yeah, and I think that's where it's starting to go. And I'm not a giant fan of Platinum Dunes <laughs> after the, the remakes with Friday 13th. I, and I don't think anyone is, man. No horror fan. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It just ugh, it hurts so bad. You know, like, and it's such a cool poster for Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, you know. I know. <laughs> or, like, Haley does such a great job in that movie, too, and it just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, did, <laughs> I did not. I didn't dig it that much. For sure. I mean, I really like seeing some of the new modern, um, you know, to be able to to do some of the set pieces they did and some of the effects like dream effects I think like you know with the modern technology they were able to do some of that stuff look really really cool but yeah the overall yeah. remake of Nightmare on Elm Street I, just, I'm, I don't know man I'm just I'm an 80's kid <laughs> yeah like I'll take my cheese yeah <laughs> I, I, I gotta have a little bit of cheese in there but I, and I think that's right. the big thing about um, Purge 2 is that I'm kind of like I don't like to talk about it much, although I'm on a podcast talking about it, but I'm, I'm kind of a wuss uh-huh. when it comes to horror, to be honest. Like, I do yeah. not like super brutal, like, just straight-on violence in, in movies. I mean, I do love The Strangers. Mm-hmm. It's just this weird, fine line with me. Like, Right. If you cross that line, you're almost kind of, like, disgusted, and you don't yeah, really care like, for the movie It's hard anymore. to be like, dude, I love The Purge. You know? It's like, it's kind of right. like... I don't know, like, people that just, like, are all about the purges, like, really? Would you go out and, like, you would probably just be brutally murdering people all over the streets. Right. But, um, yeah, that's... Those are the people in the 70s that were like, I fucking loved I Spit on Your Grave. Yeah. It was so well done. I've watched it 16 times. You're like, there's probably something Exactly. Wrong. That's, that's the type of thing. It's like, your favorite movie is is The Last House on the, the Left and, and, right. and Cannibal Holocaust and Suburban... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing. It's like the concept, like certain situations are a little too like brutal for me. But I mean, Purge Two did a did a you know a great job, sort of not glorifying violence and sort of right. They, they, people were out there. great mm-hmm. for sure, definitely. And I feel like it was fun. It kept you it kept you going. Like you're always moving into different places. You weren't yeah. stuck too long. And, uh, yeah, no, I thought it was a lot of fun. I, I'm just afraid, like, like I said, that they'll make a third one and a fourth one. Because you saw at the end of the film that the countdown starts. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's, I mean, it's cool, though. I mean, they can, I mean, I, I think it could be a great franchise. Cause there's, like, there's endless places you can go with that. I just hope they don't turn it into, like, a platinum dunes, like, just, right. just straight up 
you know, action film where everyone's just fucking just wasting people. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I hope they don't get into, like, Saw territory where the plots are just so over the top and it's just so written that it just loses that fun, you know? I just hope yeah. people come, in, come up with fresh ideas with, with The Purge. I mean, you know... We'll be in the White House in the third movie and be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, Purge, the Purge in space. <laughs> Although I would totally see that. You know, like, it's funny, like, if The Purge really, like, happened, like, it would probably just be, like, everyone would just be, like, breaking into Best Buy and Walmart. Right. And shit. It would just be loiters yeah. at all of the sites, yeah. <laughs> and then people, it, w- it would basically be Black Friday, like, flips, <laughs> and people would be, like, shooting each other in Walmart for, like, Snuggies and stuff. Oh my god, it would it would be so sad. Canada would be just having their arms folded, shaking their heads, going, oh my god. <laughs> That's what I'm surprised, like, how come nobody just runs over to Canada? Like, fuck this. Yeah. I don't know, maybe they're just proud of their country. <laughs> yeah, I just went to Canada, like, for my honeymoon recently. It's, it's, it's nice up there. It's yeah? nice, yeah. You're like, if I wouldn't have built this really badass house, uh... <laughs> my move to Canada. I know, like, I, I went to, on vacation to Oregon, like... We went to um, Astoria where they filmed the Goonies, and like I fell in love with Oregon. So it's like I just wish I could just pick up my house and, and turn it right. The, the Myers House, Oregon. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Yeah. So, so did you go on your on your honeymoon? You just went to like different locations then, like uh, places just in that area that you knew stuff got filmed at, or did you kind of like set out for those certain areas? Oh yeah, I'm dude. I'm a junkie when it comes to you know to filming locations. Like me and um. Sean Clark were some of the two people going to filming locations back in the day. Yeah, I love Sean. Yeah, he's a great man. Great, I've known him for like forever. But, but no, like we went to we did the kind of the old school honeymoon. Like we went to Niagara Falls and Toronto, Canada. But um, so but everywhere we go, like I, I research what was filmed there. So in Canada, like we went to a whole bunch of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. that movie. And then also Black Christmas was filmed there. So I got to see like the original Black Christmas house, which was incredible, oh, cool. and, you know, in the college they filmed at, and, um, stuff like that, and we went, um, where they filmed Prom Night, um, oh, nice. part of that, which was really nice, I can be like, oh, like, Jamie Lee Curtis was right here, this is great. I was gonna say, have you met Jamie Lee or, uh, Carpenter? Oh, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, I, I, like, yeah? I, I met Jamie, like, like, eight or nine years ago, I flew to Chicago to meet her, yeah, and then I met John finally, I don't know, like five years ago or something like that, when he did one of his, when he first came on the convention circuit, I went. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Jamie, she did um, like a book signing for one of her kids' books <laughs> like eight uh-huh. years ago, and I, and I went and met her there, which is really cool. Yeah. Let's say, did you now, did you talk to John and tell him about the house? Well, John fan, found out about my house like when I was building it. Someone talked okay. about it. So, Finally, when, like when I went up to him, I told him who I was, and he was kind of like, "Oh, like you're that crazy, you're the guy, you're the guy." It's, it's always like, <laughs> it's so funny. Like everyone seems to have heard about it or knows about, like in the horror world. So I'm always kind of like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm that guy." <laughs> yeah, because it's in that crazy house. <laughs> then I'm sure they think like, "Oh my god, he must be nuts." And then they meet you, and you're like, "Oh, he's actually a pretty normal kind of fun guy." Yeah. <laughs> uh, people are, cool. I mean, horror fans. I mean. You know they get it. They just like when I meet them, they just love to like ask me questions and how I did it, or I get scared living in the house and just you know, they they get it. But other people, you know, like in 
around here or you know people's parents or whatever they're just kind of like i think everyone thinks i'm like the satanist who lives up in this house and i'm, right. I'm like murdering small children up here and put him in my you know my crawl space but <laughs> it's so funny that's what i've realized is that horror fans are some of the nicest coolest down-to-earth people that you'll ever meet in your entire lives Absolutely. and then you meet normal people and normal people are some of the shittiest people you've ever met you know what i mean yeah, like i agree yeah it's so weird like this this premise of people that are into gore and and scaring and death and then you go to the conventions and they're like the most sweetest people in the entire Everyone, world like, we're not really into that. no it's like such a community and you know it's, it's just like with you i mean i've known you for like years upon years and this is i think mainly because we're both just big fans of right. movies and i think you know everything that we've done from that is just came from like the love of Halloween and horror and just mm-hmm. talking to the community and just you know just sharing this you know fun bizarre interest <laughs> yeah and it's been a great ride too seriously and hopefully we'll have many many more Halloweens to go and we won't have a purge on the 31st and then just get rid of Halloween altogether yeah. <laughs> satanic <Yeah. laughs> I know the satanic movie's coming out every October. This is damn Honey Spider. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> honey Spider, the weird cult movies. So definitely, yeah, I can't wait to see it. Um, and do you know if there's, I mean, are you guys just kind of kind of put it out there and see just kind of if anyone picks it up, or is it just going to be a straight indie thing, or well, yeah, time will tell? I mean, it's going to be an indie thing no matter what, but yeah, we're, we're just hoping, you know, someone will really get it and, you know, and, and love it and put it out for people to see it, because I think people will love it, but even if that doesn't happen, if we don't sell it to someone, we're going to do a really nice release for it. So so you'll be able to get it at some point, hopefully sooner than later. But but absolutely, awesome. just keep checking the, the site and stuff, and we'll have all the screenings up for it. Well, sweet, Kenny. It was great talking to you. You too, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, hopefully we'll have you on some more shows after the movie comes out to see how it's doing. Absolutely, man. Halloween is every day of the year here at the Myers house. There you go find out what's going on with Kenny, make sure to check out his uh, page at myershousenc.tumblr.com and honeyspidermovie.com to check out his movie. And with that said, we're out of time, guys. It's time for me to go back into the crypt. Before I go, the fine folks at CBS Home Video have hooked me up with three copies of The Horror at 37,000 Feet, signed by William Shatner to give out to you all. Uh, to win these copies, all you have to do is leave a review on iTunes on my show, uh, let me know what you think uh, then follow Everyday is Halloween on Facebook and Twitter and then email me at hallowseve365 at gmail.com to let me know you did all that and uh, I'll check it all out if you did it if you're the first one to do it you win a copy that's as easy as it is you don't have to go to a convention wait in line for William Shatner to sign anything you got it right here I'll send it right to you all you gotta do is leave a few comments and you're good and follow me because I mean why wouldn't you want to anyways Halloween every day how great is that? Um, so yeah, I'm sorry I didn't get around to reviewing WNUF's Halloween special. Uh, that'll definitely happen next month with our next guest. Uh, so until then, check me out on the social media sites and stay scary. <laughs>